0: Will you please pray with me? Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations upon all of our hearts be worthy in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. The Tower of London in London, England, has six ravens in it. These are not regular ravens either, they are recognized members of the British military. They are kept there as a tradition. Six ravens have always sat in the Tower of London since medieval times. It is said that they are the messengers of the legendary King Arthur, who pulled the sword from the stone and became the King of Britain. Arthur. Was apparently mortally wounded, but taken away to a place called Avalon, and he will return one day once he has healed from his wounds. Should these raven messengers of King Arthur ever leave the Tower of London entirely, it is because the royal line of kings and queens is about to fall, and Arthur will return to save the country in its time of greatest need. This legend sounds familiar, doesn't it? A savior taken away to an unseen place that will eventually return at the people's greatest time of need. The legend is probably based on the Christian belief of the messianic Jesus, minus the ravens, of course. Today, on Ascension Sunday, we celebrate something that is beyond legend, the ascension of Jesus Christ into heaven. For the past six weeks, we have celebrated that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, so we, too, may join him in everlasting life. But now that time has come to an end. Jesus decided that six weeks of going around to see the disciples was enough, time to cut the cord, so to speak. He journeyed out a few miles with the disciples and said his goodbyes. Then, as he is blessing them, he tells them to wait for the Holy Spirit in Jerusalem and floats away into the sky. But this is where the stories differ depending on which version you read, even though they are written by the same author. In the Gospel of Luke, the disciples go back to Jerusalem to pray in the temple. In Acts of the Apostles, the apostles just sit there, staring up at the sky, mouths wide open like turkeys in a thunderstorm. It's only until two angels come and tell them to go back to Jerusalem to wait for the Spirit of God, do they leave? What's so interesting is that this is the end of the Gospel of Luke. The author just decides that this is all that there is to <laughs> The author just decides that this is all there is to know about the disciples. They just go and worship, waiting for God. However, in Acts, they go back, receive the Holy Spirit, and then go out and preach the gospel to everyone. Two different actions, showed by two different stories, all with the same author. This begs the question, why? Why show two different stories? Because it seems the Bible is unsure about how to continue to talk about the church after Jesus leaves. The other Gospels don't talk about the ascension. Only Luke and Acts mention Jesus going up into heaven, and the only difference is the way the disciples respond. In the Gospel of Luke, they go and pray. In Acts, they go and spread the word. Of Jesus on earth. Perhaps some of us feel like the disciples after Jesus ascends. We've been waiting for over 2,000 years after all. What do we do now? The Bible seems to give two different answers. The Gospel of Luke seems to suggest that Jesus will be coming back any day now and will create a new kingdom on earth the Acts of the Apostles, gives the disciples the Holy Spirit and expects them to create the kingdom for Jesus to come back to. Then, what shall we do? Wait and pray? Or do we go out and do something? There's a consequence to each choice. What if we wait and pray and Jesus comes back and says, What were you doing this whole time? Everything's a mess. But if we go out without any worship, we as Christians become just another social group that's trying to change the world with no real force behind it. Jesus's ascension tells us an important lesson about being the church. One, the disciples don't just stop. Hearing the commandment to love one another isn't just something that that the disciples take as permission to sit around and do nothing. They did that for over seven weeks during Easter, hiding in their homes or going back to their old jobs, ignoring the miraculous things that Jesus showed them. I've met Too many Christians that hear that Jesus is coming again and use it as an excuse to do nothing. Why help the poor when Jesus will come and make everything new better than anything that we could ever do? Or why take care of the environment when Jesus will come back and create a new earth? Because... Jesus didn't call the disciples to simply witness him. And we haven't been moved by the Holy Spirit simply to acknowledge that Jesus exists. In Acts, Jesus says that his disciples will be witnesses to the ends of the earth. Then, after receiving the Holy Spirit, the disciples literally move to show God's love to different countries around the globe. They act to create the church, not knowing when Jesus would return. Jesus could have showed up just as they arrived in these new countries, but they still moved anyway. They knew that waiting was not enough. Now I'm not saying that we should all move to different countries to spread the word, but I am saying that we need to do something to show the love of God. Faith without works is dead after all. At the same time, we simply cannot work for a better world without our connection to God. As Christianity becomes less popular, Some people try to separate their faith from their works. They try to minimize the faith of Christianity, but show that Christians can do good things in the world. They don't want to be seen as the kind of Christian who bashes people over the head with their Bibles. So they lock their faith away as they do good but if we believe that God calls us to help the world and spreads God's love to all, we can't pretend we do so without God. If God is the driving force for our doing good in the world, then God is the source of our energy, our will to move forward, even when there seems to be no hope. If we separate our works from God's love, then why? Are we doing it? Because our morals or because we want to be recognized as a good person? How long will such convictions hold up when things don't go as planned or when you feel like you need to stand up for something that isn't popular? The disciples didn't go from Jerusalem all around the globe because they knew it was a good thing to do. They did it because God sent them forth, knowing he would return in the same way he left. We too cannot separate the good things we do from God, or we risk wearing ourselves down and burning ourselves out when things become hard. Jesus ascended into heaven because he knew that the church needed to be built here, and could only move forward with him as a guide not as a king or as a ruler we can choose to be like the disciples who went out in worship and in deed or we can choose to be like the ravens in the tower of london who sit and simply watch waiting for the world to fall apart Amen.